Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Heather Norman Burdoff, Extension Specialist for Food and Nutrition. Welcome, Heather. It's good to be back. Heather, today's topic is building no recipe meals and snacks. And I think that this is um, such a great topic for busy parents right now that are trying to juggle work and kids in school and all that that life is bringing right now. And um, so I'm excited to, to learn from you today and about how maybe I can better use some of the things that I just have I'm stocked up in my pantry. So let's just kind of get started and kick off about how do we set ourselves up to build no recipe meals or snacks? Perfect. And I completely agree. I have a very stocked pantry. You know, we've recently kind of gone out and a lot of people have purchased things that are shelf stable or stock their freezers. And so how do we actually use that now that we have it all? So we want to make the most of our kitchen. And so we really just need to take inventory of the kitchen and all the spaces where you're going to have some of those more shelf stable foods. And so we usually say, you know, you have a stocked pantry, it could be a cupboard, it could be some of the things that you have in your refrigerator. And then don't forget about the freezer. The freezer is one of the best places in the in the kitchen to have healthy foods always avail- available. So evaluate what you have on hand and and what do you use frequently? And don't feel pressured to add things to your pantry or freezer that you really don't enjoy. So maybe you've seen online, there are posts or blogs that say every stocked pantry should have fill in the blank, black beans. But if you don't like them, that is okay. So let's find something else to stock in your pantry instead that you know that you're going to use. And then you can build it out over time. So maybe you don't have a lot in your pantry, your cupboard or your freezer. Don't run out and buy a ton of things all at once. That probably means that a lot of those foods are going to go bad or expire at the same time. So that's why it's kind of nice to spread it out, build it out over time instead, and look for bulk sales or watch for items in sale bills that frequently go on sale and shop around those. And then something that we do in our house is we actually take a little bit more time up front to organize things that we have in a way that makes sense for us in a way that it's easy for me to quickly see what we have or just reach it. The things that I frequently use the most are on the shelf that's easy to, is, easiest to reach right. in the pantry, that kind of thing. Just make sure that it works for you. It could be that you have all of your grain items together, or I even know some people who actually group ingredients together that fit together to make a meal. So you can kind of look into your pantry and see, oh, I have everything I need for us to have a spaghetti night or your favorite soup or whatever that may be. So you even have it in bins. And so you quickly grab a meal that's built around a pantry or freezer staple. And then always keep that running grocery list on the fridge or in a drawer so that you can jot things down when you think of it or whenever you run out of it. So that way you always have on hand what you would need to put together a meal in a pinch. I kind of laugh at the keeping a, a running grocery list. We do that at home and we keep it electronically and our kids are old enough that they know how to add to the grocery list electronically. And it kind of organizes it by area of the store and that mm-hmm. type thing. So my husband went to the grocery store the other day and came home and I was unpacking it. 
And I looked at him and I said, why do we have the ingredients for s'mores? And he said, he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you got chocolate bars, marshmallows, and graham crackers. So apparently our daughter had put them on the shopping so list. Smart. Yeah, she, so smart. she was. She was so smart. But the way that he was shopping in the store and the way that the list was organized, that he didn't realize that he was actually purchasing the ingredients That is for awesome. S'mores. You know what? Yeah. She, she's trying to build some family time. That's all exactly. it is. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the running grocery list is huge for us just in just to keep organized, but we we have learned that we need to maybe look through it and not just purchase exactly what's on there. That's okay. Great. So now let's talk a little bit about, you know, so we've kind of built out our pantry a little bit, but how is it that we can build a meal or a snack without a recipe? Where do we get started? It seems incredibly overwhelming, but it, it really, does. it doesn't have to be, and it does take practice. I will say that, but really there's just some basic guidance that you need, and then you're off to the races. So start with what you have and what dishes you already know and that your family likes. Okay. So start to, start to think about those things. Is it, is it pizza? Is it tacos? A lot of those things really can be crafted or made with a variety of different ingredients. So we're going to use that idea to, to move forward. So you start with the base food item. So what you have on hand, it could be leftover rice that you know is going to go bad or a bunch of carrots that are about to go bad. You have a boxes of pasta in the pantry that you keep forgetting you have, and then you just keep buying more and more of them. So just pick the one thing, start with the one thing and it's going to, you got to go from there. Okay. That's the hardest decision. Now pick a form. So this is where you're going to stick to the basics of what you know, a soup, a casserole, a bowl or a hash, a sandwich, a pizza. These are the ideas that can serve as essentially your vessel for your ingredients and provide you guidance on how to put it together. You have a general idea of how to create these things. So we're going to use that. So now that you have your base and your form, we want to balance it out. We need to make it more of a meal or a snack. We want it to be filling and we want it to be nutritious. And so an easy way to do that is to add more color. So for a snack, you may want to add only one more color, but for a meal, add two or more colors of different types of foods. So you could also think about it in regards to protein and fiber. Making sure you have some source of protein and or fiber within the meal will help you feel full longer or until the next time that you eat, okay? So those colors could be fruits or vegetables. It could be brown from a whole grain. It could be, uh, I mentioned black beans. That's color itself. So just think broadly about adding more color to your meal and it's going to make it more filling. Okay. So we have our main ingredients. We, we know what form it's going to be in. And so now we need to plan it out. How long will it take? Do you have time to prepare that right now? Does it need, does the oven need to preheat? Could it be made in the microwave? Does it need a crock pot? Well, if that's the case, it's probably not going to be a quick one. So just having an idea of what that process is going to look like to see if it's a good fit for what you need right now. And then finally, we want it to taste good. Okay. I love food. I want my food to taste good. So we need to add flavor. And this is where we can really be creative with what we have and really think outside the box. We want to enjoy it. We want to look forward to it. I encourage you to look in your fridge at this point. What sauces and condiments do you have? How could you use them creatively? Could it be salsa that's used differently? Um, citrus, those, uh, you know, we recorded a podcast about flavored vinegars. Vinegars is a great way to add flavors. Salt, pepper, and your spice cabinet. So 
do not feel restricted to just a couple different ingredients to add flavor, but really look all around the kitchen for places and things that you could use to add flavor. So Heather, you make this sound easy, but I am typically a recipe person because (laughs) I feel like I lack creativity in the kitchen and I need a step-by-step to try and get that meal to turn out good. I understand. So help me, help me visualize this. Can you give me a concrete example of what this looks like? I would love to. Okay. So I mentioned leftover brown rice in the fridge that we don't want to go bad because we don't want to have food waste. Okay. So let's use that. And we are going to use that and form a stir fry. I love stir fries because it's a one pan meal. You throw, right. dump everything in, it all cooks together. So I've got a whole grain that's my brown, uh, it's my brown rice, if you're thinking about color, and I want to add two more colors. Well, there are usually vegetables in stir fries, so I'm going to throw in whatever I have on hand. In this case, I'm going to throw in some frozen peas and carrots. I want it to be a little bit more filling because this is going to be a substantial meal. So I'm going to throw in, being creative, looking in my fridge, a scrambled egg. Eggs are commonly found in stir fry. Now I have fiber, and whole grain in the brown rice. I have protein from the egg and I've got other colors as well, right? With my peas and my carrots that I've added to it. So even thinking about all that color makes it seem much more appealing to me. I don't know about you. It definitely does. Okay. So I've got my ingredients. We've got our form. We're planning this out. I know this is going to be quick and easy. They're usually, like I said, they're over high heat. It's going to cook quick in one pan. So I'm just going to assemble the ingredients on the stovetop, cook through until warm, add that egg directly, scramble it, and then we're good. But we're not done because we need flavor, right? You're probably like a frozen bag of peas and carrots has no flavor. (laughs) But really, just a little bit of a few ingredients is going to take this over the top. So soy sauce, if you've got some crushed red pepper in your spice cabinet, maybe you have some ground ginger that you could stir in. And right there, you've got a lot of flavor. You've got some really nutritious pantry staples. It's a balanced meal that's using leftovers, your freezer, and pantry staples and really just took a few minutes on the stovetop. So um, just so happens, Heather, I do have some brown rice that is sitting in my fridge right now. So maybe I'll try it tonight. And next time we can follow up and I can let you know how it, how it has gone. Please do. Please um, do. Do you have other suggestions for vers- versatile pantry staples to have on hand to make all this easier? Yes. So whole grains often serve as great bases to these meals that you're quickly putting together. Many of them are shelf stable. So again, that brown rice, whole grain pasta, quick barley, oats is also a great idea, especially if you want kind of like, there's nothing wrong with having oatmeal for lunch. And it's a great way to throw in some fruit and some other things that really add flavor. Lentils and beans add bulk and protein to a meal, especially if you don't have time to prepare meat, which may take more time. And then in the refrigerator, like I mentioned, condiments and sauces can go a long way. Salsa can be used in a variety of ways and add flavor. Soy sauce, hot sauce, and even salad dressings can be much more versatile than just being used on salads. And then my freezer is my favorite place to keep kitchen staples. Um, I always try to keep a variety of frozen vegetables that don't have any seasonings, seasonings or sauces because then I can do so much more with them. So you may feel like you just have to steam them because that's what the bag says, but you don't. You can saute, roast, throw them in a soup, casserole, stir fry. Um, really, the options are limitless. And what's really nice about it is it takes out the prep work from getting veggies ready to be used. So if you buy fresh fe- fresh veggies, you, you may have to peel them, you may have to chop them, but buying them in their frozen form, all of that's already done for you, which is a major time saver. 
Right. And that's, that's a tip that we do at home as well is I always keep a pretty good stash of, of frozen vegetables. If for no other reason, just if I'm in a pinch that it is quick and easy and um, I, I know what the kids like and what the kids don't like. So yep, I think sure. that's a great tip. As we wrap up today, any final takeaways that you may have for us? Yes. I mentioned it at the beginning, but this really does take time and practice. And so you know, be gracious with yourself. It's okay to mess up and don't stress. Cooking is so much more flexible than baking. So think of this as just combining or assembling ingredients into common dishes that you already know and love. And again, many of times it's based on preparing ingredients on their own package directions, right? So if you're making brown rice, the directions right there on how to make it are going to be on the box. You're just adding things to it to kind of enhance it um, or add more flavor and nutrition to it. So we've got some additional resources I'd love to share with you that covers kitchen staples and even meal ideas. They don't have recipes, but it gives you some ideas of creative ways that you can use some of these kitchen staples and recipes. And I'd love to um, share those within the show notes as well. Excellent, Heather. We will link those. And, and I know one particular, it's the 30 meal ideas. It's a, it's a handout. And I like how you said it doesn't have recipes because that one in particular really kind of pushes this idea of using your pantry staples and helps you think a little bit outside of your normal recipe box. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.